0: (laughs) (laughs) fun fact about Antonio T. Smith Jr. did you know that he has over 30,000 books in his library yes 30,000 books in his library he reads 800 pages a day that's about up to two to three books a day wow so when you wonder where he gets all of this information from ladies and gentlemen 30,000 books 30,000 how many books do you have in your library fun fact about antonio t smith jr this episode is brought to you by the bureau of dominant speakers are you a speaker trainer or coach and looking to get maximum exposure master your skills and learn how to create products that generate a residual income the bureau of dominant speakers is the program for you antonio t smith jr gives you exposure to his network of 2.5 million people as well as teach you everything he knows that retired him At the age of 29, on speaking alone, how to create products that generate a residual income for you, as well as how to brand and market yourself as a master speaker. For more information, click the second link in the show notes description. Thank you so much for joining us for the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. Tonight, we have a special presentation from the CEO, the man himself, the myth, the legend, the one who's making us all millionaires, Mr. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., He is going to teach us how to take a radio or podcast interview and turn it into cash. So ladies and gentlemen, I present to you this evening, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Antonio T. Smith Jr.
1: Hey everybody, I'm glad. Let me just rapid fire some points or put it out in chat. Thank you very much for the love The rapid fire some things out in chat and I want to cover a whole, yes, I am looking skinny. I am 60 pounds down. That is for sure. And I am still trugging on my way. I have 56 more pounds to go to be at my target weight and that'll put me at an even 200. Look at God, put me at an even 200. And then once that happens, no shirts whatsoever. Jerome, I ain't wearing no shirts, all spandex, and I'll be at all the Pride parades with law, and we having fun on roller coasters, walking up and down stairs without breathing heavy. We doing a lot of good stuff. As soon as I lose these the Pride, I ain't playing. I ain't playing at all. But anyway, anyway, thanks all of you for being here. Let me rapid fire some things off real quick. Go ahead and, and put this in chat real quick. Everything is entertainment have one solid message one solid agenda use the word agenda It'd be really easy to contact don't be boring all right we'll start off with those but that's just the tip of the iceberg okay let's start off with those real quick you must remember that when you're on the interview and that could be podcast, radio, anything. You cannot forget it is entertainment. Maya, you're pretty. You have a pretty face, and you look like you got some good hair on you. You need to be entertaining. You understand? You, yeah, there you go. There you go. You have to be entertaining. Everything is entertainment. Now, even boring is entertainment. But don't confuse boring with the boring I put in number four. That college professor that's so smart that he cuts himself off and he teaches and everyone is like, oh, my God, he's so boring. But it, don't we love him so much? That guy is actually entertaining. He's so boring, he's entertaining because there's something magnetic about him or her. The clear eyes guy is actually so monotone, he's entertaining. You don't have to be E.T., the hip hop preacher, Les Brown. You could be Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen is extremely entertaining. Yes. You don't have to be a comedian to be entertained or have an entertaining element. You could be Jerry Seinfeld. You can be Mark Walford or any of the sports announcers. They are entertaining. I mean, think about that. When you listen to sports, you listen to sports for the announcers. When you watch sports, you watch sports for the announcers. If you mute, mute your TV, it's just not the same. Those announcers are there. Here's an element that I would love to add inside of the church world. You can have it if you could do it first. I've been trying to do it since 2012, but I can't find the right people. I would love to add the sports announcer element inside the church. I would love to do that. I would love to do that for the online visitors, for the people who are watching online. I would love to add the sports announcers, ladies and gentlemen, can you see it? Ms. Pastor, just got up. You know, and I've heard about that suit that was designed. You know, did you know that Pastor, um, did you know that, right? Did, did you know that Pastor went to Kroger's yesterday and he met, right? All that cool stuff, you know, all that stuff. That's what now, be entertaining. You can't forget that. And you also need to have one solid agenda. These four things I'm listening to you have nothing to do with what I want to talk about. They're preludes or just bonus points to the money that law say we're going to ask questions anyway about anyway, right? This is what that is. You, mu- you cannot forget everything is entertainment. Every time the ladies around here forget it, they hear from me. I promise you. I promise you. So as the camera's cut off, what you doing? What well, that is not, no, we can know, no, right? Can't do that, be entertained. Have one solid agenda. I don't mean one solid message. I would prefer you when you're doing your keynotes to have one solid message, but this is not what I mean. I don't mean have one message and if you've got to have three points just have three points iterating on one message. That's not what I mean here. I mean, with every radio interview, Maya needs to have her own agenda, period, point blank. The radio host has their agenda you need to have your agenda and you need to constantly sneak your agenda in if you want to make some money okay now your agenda should not be self-serving because you know people aren't stupid and they will immediately single you out i'm going to give you an example of this here if you look at the, the I, I did a I, well, I did like three radio shows in the last Week or so, but only one of them was streamed live. Yeah, but I just did. did in fact, we did we we just got. Did they email? Did they send us the, the clip? Because you said I saw you respond. You ain't put it nowhere. Do y'all, know, do y'all know that I just did a radio show with a lady named Amy Cabo called Love Is Secure? And did y'all see the clip? Because if you didn't, you tripping, All right. She gonna send it to y'all anyway. Everything I would love everything to be live, but some of it is not live because of the way people do it you need to have one agenda drone your my agenda for the radio show that i did with the hiv radio in houston my agenda was very simple actually tough questions that was my agenda that was my agenda my number one agenda was actually tough questions that was my agenda because i've been on that show maybe three or four times probably four or five at this point me selling myself is stupid do you understand jerome you can't keep going and sell yourself because because there's because i i know two of the people there through business and both of them invite me to their shows so now i'm double tapping this show because they're in the same studio but it's two different shows and i can't keep going oh yeah you, know, I'm tell you that. No, i can't do that so i had to in order for them not to oversaturate me, I had my own agenda. Y'all hear what I'm saying? This is extremely important. I'm not going to let a radio host oversaturate me. Even though oversaturation is impossible, because of 7.8 billion people on planet Earth, I wasn't about to let them oversaturate me. So what did I do? Hey, you know it. Run me hard questions. Because now I'm on my toes. Now I know it's entertainment and now I know everybody's like, oh, you better not answer that. And of course I did. Right? So just remember that. It's important. Because well, we'll come back to we'll come back. We'll come back to that. Be really easy to contact. This is why I have what you would call a fan phone. This is why Maya can reach out and text me and uh, law and all sorts of stuff like that. Because Easy to contact because guess what's going to happen? People are going to say at the very end of the show, So, Jerome, tell us how we can contact you. And you're going to say some weird stuff no one's ever going to do. You know, if you just go to J E R O M E R E D D dot com, if people are like, what? what? I didn't have a pen. Why? If you look at me on Facebook for J-E-R, that's Jerome, Jerome with a J, or that's Jared, Jared with a G. Like, okay, you know what? That was too difficult. If you get Maya, that's Maya with two Ys, you know what? Okay, it's okay, right? You, you get what I'm saying? That's, I, I, right? You want to say something like, hey, I'm sorry, Antonio, how do you get in contact with you? Well, for one, you can just Google me, Antonio t Smith Jr., you'll find me anywhere. That, that's cool. Or, I'll tell you what. I'll make it easier for you, ladies and gentlemen. you want to access me directly to bypass all the assistance and stuff, 409-500-1546. Just shoot me a text message. 409-500-1546. Text me real quick. I'll text you right back. Go ahead. Give it a try. You can text me while I'm on this show. See the difference? Wait, are we talking about money, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. The, just the reason I'm stressing this is because no contact, no money. Do not leave it in your audience's hands to look you up for later. Because as soon as the show disconnects and they pick up their cell phone, Facebook is gonna distract them from your interview. That's what it's designed for. The moment they, they going to pick up their phone to look you up, go to Facebook like you suggested. And the timeline is going to distract them, and they don't, they don't forget that they did it. How many of y'all ever get that phone? Damn, when I pick up my phone, when well, I came on Facebook, I don't know. Why in the hell I come on Facebook? Yeah, Facebook did its job. we all guilty of that, right? We're all guilty of that way too many times. And the fourth, just bonus thing, right? Don't be boring. Monotone is not necessarily boring because it, it depends on your environment and a lecture is not necessarily boring it depends on the environment if you are with a bunch of scholars talking about quantum physics and you are a phd in molecular physics and with a with a doctorate in theoretical 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 mathematics you probably shouldn't be Jerry Seinfeld with your delivery it will work that you can pull it off but you have to understand that when you talk to your peers, that's always the hardest crowd to talk to. When you talk to a bunch of youth, that's always the hardest crowd because they're always judging. They have no intentions on buying. They have no intentions on buying. When you when a speaker go talk to a bunch of speakers about speaking, that's one of the hardest crowds to talk to. I promise you. If you ain't did it, allow well, I me mean that colloquialism, do it. You'll yeah. see. You will see.
0: Does your organization have a sales team that could benefit from enhanced onboarding and training using artificial intelligence? Quotafox helps companies like IBM, Intel, Hewlett Packard, and Comcast overcome the overwhelming challenge of trying to pick between hundreds of sales initiatives that could increase sales reps productivity. Whether you're using a sales enablement tool or delivering live workshops, Quotafox will help you ramp your sales reps faster using artificial intelligence powered training tools and coaching. Quotafox offers three core features to sales leaders. One, pre-built templates so you don't have to spend time creating learning content. Two, AI bots, to ensure your sales teams can apply what they've learned by role-playing with them and giving them immediate feedback all on their smartphone. And three, dashboards so you can quantitatively answer the question, are my reps getting better? Learn more by visiting OnBoardFaster.com. Again, that's OnBoardFaster.com. O-N-B-O-A-R-D-F-A-S-T-E-R.com.
3: You will see when a speaker
1: talks to a bunch of speakers about speaking or about motivation, that is one of the hardest things to do. One of the hardest things to do because they have no intentions on buying you, buying from you. That's why when you dominate, all of them go buy you. I'll teach you how to get that done yeah. So all of those are bonuses. Everybody okay with those bonuses? Mm-hmm. Let me pause real quick. Any questions about those four bonuses before I get to my agenda? Mm-hmm. Maya has a question. Go ahead.
4: Okay, so you said to to always have an agenda when you're having now is this when doing an interview or is this when giving an interview? So just wanted to kind of clarify.
1: Oh good, then yeah, that's good. Both. 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 If you're conducting an interview and someone else is a star of that interview, then you should have an agenda for your audience to get whatever you want to get. In my case, if I bring you on the Speaker to Success podcast, I really want you to give my audience crap space channel. That's what I want you to give my audience. If you come on my podcast, that whole, you know, give them the sizzle, not the steak, uh-uh, not only that over here, you get rid of that crap. Man, we don't do that. We won't. That crap you sell, we want that. Okay? We want all that. We came here for the secrets of success. Every episode, somebody says, you know what, this is for a podcast. I am ready right now. I want people cutting off my podcast as they ready. You know, they have heard something, I'm ready. Right now, I just for them talk for 27 minutes. Come on, man, I'm ready, right? I want that. So I'll always have that agenda. Give me what you're selling for free. That's my agenda. Because that's my audience, right? That's my audience. And I have my own agenda, because I'm never going to bring in somebody that's going to offend my audience with that DS. If I'm the interviewee, actually, let me back up. If I'm the interviewer, I'm going to let Maya talk. I can't stand an interviewer that makes the show about themselves. Why in the hell am I here? That makes no sense. Well, I, I do this. I do this so often, and you can always tell these shows. As a matter of fact, I just we just did a show with Tammy Tammy Tubu. You need to find out when she's releasing her episode. Tammy something. Find out her stuff. Yeah, we we did we did like three interviews over the weekend and I don't even remember how they they come in so fast because Deanna's really good at booking interviews. But ne- nevertheless, when you're an interviewer, don't be the star attraction. Your interview we need to be the star attraction and their
5: content. Go ahead, Mike.
4: Okay, I guess okay, I just uploaded one. Good. And it was was a little slow kind of going in like trying to like get her to kind of open up and different things like that but it was just more so like it was okay please you guys don't take any offense she was an older lady and she was talking about her fourth book and it was more so like everything is evil no you know and it's like god is this and god and he says that you know nothing is right and 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 i just kind of like it lost me and i was just like okay so so what i'm gonna say is <laughs> let's go that's for the great you were so positive <laughs> and i tried to change the like you know just try to change like get her a little more like uppity on something else and and, and kind of like veer her away from the negative yeah so that's yeah, kind of no like doubt yeah no. you're I probably
1: don't. not going to make any money from that interview, that's for sure. And secondly that that'll be your vetting process of the people you bring on. Right. There's most certainly a vetting process here. And thirdly, the, the reason I started off with these four things, so I didn't have that dead space. I literally started
0: off with do you remember when you started a small business? It was no small feat. It took a lot of late nights, early mornings, and the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, you've been insanely busy ever since. So why not make things a little easier? Well, our friends at FreshBooks have the solution. FreshBooks invoicing and accounting software is designed specifically for small business owners. It's simple, intuitive, and keeps you way more organized than a dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. Create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds and then get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. File expenses even quicker and keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part? FreshBooks grows alongside your business, so you'll always have the tools you need when you need them without ever having to learn the ins and outs of accounting join the 24 million people who've used freshbooks try it free for 30 days no catch and no credit card required go to freshbooks.com/b2b and enter b2b to a2z in the how did you hear about us section to get started
1: for dive here's what I did i got my whole presentation in my head and then I stopped and I said, All right, now how can I kill that presentation? If I was me putting me out of business, what would Antonio say to show up, Antonio? And I came up with those four things. You get it? So I don't have that dead space. That's why we're starting off so fast paced. But if you think you got value, I ain't even got started yet. This is just the stuff I'm starting off with so I don't have the problem she just had. You understand what I'm saying? Does that help you, Mike? You feel what I'm saying? So I don't have that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right, let me ask you a question. Um, would you um, 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 50 times um, and so another filler, and so give me some more fillers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying to so choose a filler from the hood, <laughs> okay? <laughs> all that, no, nah, no, nah, no, nah. we kill it all that, We kill it all That I put myself out of business with this interview by adding four things that I wouldn't have added in the first place. Now, am I smart? No. Where do you get this from? Repetition. I have bombed quite a few interviews, and I've had quite a few not go my way, and I refuse to let that crap happen again. It's been years since I've had that happen. Years. It's, for sure, it's been six or seven years, but I've been doing this quite some time. I used to take the humble approach. Now I don't. Now I take the entertainment this show is mine approach you should probably do that and when i'm on the show it's mine all this is mine all the sound engineer is buying my products all this belongs to me for 45 minutes it's my attitude it's not my it's, it's not my demeanor but it most certainly is my content value Now, I'm segueing into what I want to talk about. Okay? My content says, run me your customer's money. You you understand? I've got billionaires. Did did you text, what's her name, and ask him if we still smoke a cigar small? Yes. And what did he say? Shame on him if he said no.
5: We
1: need to do some push-ups. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Sorry about that. I sidetracked. I was supposed to. Anyway, now let's, let's, let's just do this here. Here's the number one thing I want to tell you. All of that was freebies. Number one, you're, if you're from Les Brown, he has this genius thing that says, tell you a three minute story. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want you to put that. I did not want you, I did not want you to tell your three minute story. I do not want to tell you a three minute story. It is spent. All of you need to learn to tell you a three minute story between Phil Susan and I. We will be teaching you that. I've got a great, Les Brown had me teaching his people how do a three minute story, so I've, I've got that down. I never heard of it until I got with Les Brown. Just to give full credit, the credit is due. Straight up, Les Brown is a master at that. There's no way that I ever heard of that before. Phil and Susan probably have, if you are doing this longer than me, but I never heard it before. Is that fair? Is everyone hearing me say that Les Brown, as far as I'm concerned, is the adventure of telling your three-minute story? Everybody here, because I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about to chop all that off, okay? I'm, about to, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him his props, because I'm about to chop that off, okay? I'm just letting you know. You need to tell your three-minute story in one minute. That's harder. I mastered it. If you think condensing your life into three minutes is difficult, if you want to make money on a radio interview, you better convince them in one. Cause they got commercials. And you can't take three minutes telling your story. And the first commercial is happening at minute 10, but they but the intro happened for a minute. So now that's four minutes gone. Then the host had to talk first for two minutes, introducing her announcement or, you know, his announcement to his audience. So now we're at three, four, six minutes. And then they're going to segue for one minute telling your story. So by the time you're telling your story, and I swear to God this happens, your host is going to be looking at the sound engineer or somebody knowing that you taking too long and they got to cut you off to do their commercial, pay the bill. That's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. And if you're on the podcast you don't have that problem, it still takes a long time in the beginning for the host to be sitting there when they're ready with all their preliminary questions. They don't have six questions, but they certainly got the first two together. I'm telling you from experience. Your three-minute story will not work on radio shows. It's fantastic everywhere else. TV commercials. I'm telling you. What did I do? I spent all this time. Again, saying amen. I never heard of a three-minute story. Right, Maya. Right. I said never heard three-minute stories. Les I said it. Right. Right, Jerome. I said that. Right. I said, I'm telling you, it's the greatest thing I ever heard. As far as I'm concerned, he's the originator of it. But I did let all you know, I'm about to chop the neck off of that. Because it don't work on radio. They got bills to pay. Let's recap. If you try to make money, what you cannot do is be boring. And what you cannot do is talk about your background for three minutes of a show when you got 45 minutes, and 10 of those minutes is paying commercials. You understand? If you got 45 minutes and 10 of those minutes is commercial breaks, that leaves you 35 minutes left. If you talk about your story for three minutes, that leaves you 32 minutes left. If the host is going to talk for 13 minutes, that leaves you 12 minutes left, right? Am I right? Uh, 20, 22 left. 19 left. Now you got 19 minutes left, but now you got to answer the question they want you to answer. Now you can't push your message. Am I making some sense? You can't push your agenda with 19 minutes. I can't get some of y'all to tell a story in 19 minutes. And you trying to make money in 19 minutes.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you understand what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> Come on now. I can't get you to do a 19 minute keto. You do a 19 minute, you know, try to do yourself, make some money in 19 minutes. It ain't gonna happen. All right, the chances are slim. You need to tell your three-minute story in one minute. Yes, go ahead, Grace. Actually, in fact, y'all can break in at
5: any time and ask me questions. Go ahead. No, no, you're muted. You're muted. Uh-huh. Yes. You oh. What was your your process? Because I know getting your three-minute story, because you, you, you
0: got a story, man, from age six to where you were when you started it, You, you, you your three-minute story. So how did you condense all of that to one minute? How long did it take you to really, you know, get that down? Wow. Was- it,
1: it, it took me all these years after working with Les Brown to get this down. So what's that, four years? That's what it took me. It took me four years. Would you like me to teach it to you in four minutes? Mm-hmm. Y'all who, who want money? Would you like me to teach you how to tell a one-minute story in four minutes? All of y'all should write this down, okay? It might be better <laughs> if you just do it. All right, I'll teach it, and I'll just do it. Lord <laughs> know how to, He know how to pull it out, don't you? know how to. he probably sit there right now drinking vegan. I mean, eating vegan macaroni That's it. and and in some t shirt or something, right? All right. With why you understand with why? All right, I'll teach it to you first. You let me teach. I'm gonna teach you the three minute story. I'm teach you the one minute story and then teach our team less than four minutes. Three-minute story. What you want to do is you want to start off with a story to catch attention. Start off with a story. So you want to take that story, you want to pivot to you in that story. Okay? I'll break that down. From that pivot, you want to go back to another story. And then from that pivot, you want to end on a Crescendo pivot Like a going up About the story You just told Don't worry I'll make it make sense I'll make it make sense I got you You want to start off With a story That makes some sense Then you want to pivot About you In reference to the story You just told Everybody get it? Mm -hmm.
2: Then
1: You want to Pivot from that story So The story pivot back to a story okay. and then you end on you going up like up to jerusalem if you're in church that's your shout key if there anybody who could testify it, then i'm maya and i've been oh, yeah, you understand right yeah yeah you gotta you gotta, you gotta get up there I'm maya and i refuse to be down and out right yeah, you understand right so You you, got to go up
5: there.
2: You got to go
1: up, Jerome. You got to go up. You don't leave your story going down, but let's say you do want to go down because you have a a terrible story. Then you want to switch the order. Okay? You want to switch the order. If you want to go down in feelings, if you want to leave people with that, if you want to leave them there, Instead of, oh, my God, that was amazing, right? If you want to to leave them with the, oh, my God, that was amazing, do what I just said. If you want to leave them with the, I can't believe she went through it. I need to just buy from her. I feel so bad for her. I need to buy it, right? If you want to leave them with that, switch it. Pivot about you first. Then you're going to pivot to a story. Then you're going to talk about you again and you're going to end on a story. I'll give you both examples, and I'll make both of those... About you first, then story, and then about you again, then end with a story. If you're going to leave them ready to run through a wall, you end with you. If you want to leave them emotionally, thick, leave them with a story. What's my logic there? First off, I want you. I want the last thing you remember is me. So if I'm going to get you what they call 1990s crunk, okay? <laughs> Liz John, the East Side Boys. Yeah. yeah, right? You know what I'm saying? If I, if I want to leave you like that, I'm going to leave you with me. Because I'm not making it about me. I'm making it about the energy of me. Y'all got it? Mm-hmm. But if I want you to feel bad for me, I can't use me to feel bad for me
2: because then you ain't going to like me.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not an expert. I'm a victim. Now nah, come on. If you, or you just go on stage and watch these people. I had my life. It was so bad. You know, and Tyler Perry didn't take me to be an actress on this show, right? You know what I'm saying? Look, you know what I'm saying? If, if you want me to feel bad for you, if you want me to feel bad for you, do you understand? Mm-hmm. Then what you need to do is you need to make someone else make me feel bad for you. Do you understand? Don't make me feel bad for you. Make someone else make me feel bad for you. Now you're not a victim. If you're in a wheelchair, don't make me feel bad you're in a wheelchair. Make an illustration about someone in a wheelchair make me feel bad about you in a wheelchair. Does that make sense? I swear I'm saying something. Because you want to be able to captivate your audience why not looking like a victim or a salesperson? am I talking
2: now? Mm-hmm. I ain't even
1: done this is I like I at like fifteen percent like wrong. I' right, give you some examples. I'm trying to figure out for the sake of time I want to do three minutes I don't want to do three minutes though because that's six minutes that's gonna give me six minutes. all right, I'll come back to those okay I'm gonna come back to those. I come back to those. Let me give you some more value first before I take six minutes to give you that. Let's do a, let's do a one minute story, okay? Let's do a one minute story. Deanna asked me who I am and all that. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's set this up. And the reason I told you a one minute story, because let me tell you what's gonna happen, y'all. Before every podcast, before every radio show, before every TV show, it's the same
2: damn
1: question.
2: So tell us more about you. You
1: just read my bio, God dog it. Right? <laughs> so tell us, So you know what? Oh, my God. Jerome, you're so amazing. i tell you what. You don't let me tell me about you. Why don't you tell my audience something about you? And listen, ladies and gentlemen, get closer. Do not tell them about you. Tell them about your story in one minute and your agenda. You ain't making no money. Your agenda is. Ah,
5: oh,
1: Jerome, you got it. You got it, Jerome. Okay, I don't know if y'all saw that. You ain't making no money. Ain't nobody buying from you. Nobody coming to see you, you, Otis. <laughs> They're buying your agenda, your story. You have to remember all this. I get it. I know it's a lot to remember, but that's the difference between a professional and a non-professional, okay? In the words of Phil Sorrentino, public speakers speak, professional speakers get paid. Amen. That's well enough to take a collection offering over that. Public speakers speak, professional speakers get paid. Humor consultants. By the way, if you want some coaching, do not come to me. Please, go <laughs> to be honest, she will set you up with a humor consultant and we will set something up for you to get you coached along your merry way.
5: Anyway, all right,
1: give you a woman's story. Ask me, do we understand why we're doing a woman's story? Because everybody's going to say, Maya, will not you tell us a little bit about you? No, do not tell them a little bit about you, Maya. That's boring as hell, okay? Boring AF. Do not do it, okay? What you're going to do is you're going to tell them, a three-minute story truncated in one minute, and it's going to have an agenda pressed in it. Watch, go ahead, yeah
0: Hello, Antonio. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bureau of Dominant Speakers. So, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself?
1: You know, I'm so glad to be here. Here's the funny thing: in 1981, I was born. By 1986, I was homeless, and by uh, by 1987, I was living in the trash can, completely by myself. And the crazy thing is, I was depressed, hungry. Molested, raping in that trash can. But the cool thing is, I got outside that trash can. And I was looking up, saw this cool little blinking star. I had no idea it was a plane. And I remember thinking, if I could just get on that plane, I can get out of my trash can. You know what's cool about that today? That's exactly what I do. I am on plane 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, teaching people how to get out of their trash can. i in this book by Spencer Johnson named Peaks and Valleys. Here's the crazy thing. There was this valley kid, valley people, valley girlfriend, valley everything. And the valley people told him he couldn't get to the mountain top. But you know what that kid said? I'm gonna go to the mountain top, with no mountain experience and no mountain friends, he got to the mountaintop. And today, I teach people that whether you're in a trash can or with valley friends, you can get to the mountaintop. And the same minute that Martin Luther King said, I've been to the mountaintop, I take people to the mountaintop. I'm Antonio T. Smith, Jr. You can plant better. You can dominate. Woo. Did that in a minute. Clinton, give me a thumbs up. Appreciate you, brother. Right? I want the mountain top. <laughs> right? You get it? One minute. Now, of course, I can stretch that out, but I don't need to. You feel me? Go ahead, Clinton. You want to say something? Oh, you, you got you to gotta unmute yourself. So you can unmute it real quick. Uh, I appreciate you, too. You, okay. can, can you.
5: All right. Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, sir, loud and
5: clear. You can hear me loud and clear. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, that's, I, I agree with you 100%. When they say tell about you, don't tell them every doggone thing about you. You know, <laughs> let them know what's going yes. on. Okay. Like, I, I, I like, you know, and I tell, I tell them youth that I mentor or that I, you know, we have a summer youth employment program here in Pittsburgh. And one of the things that I told them, I didn't tell them everything about me at first, but I did tell them that, guess what? There was one, I got my master's. Degree and I got my bachelor's, but before then I had a zero point three in college. Look and at Look wild. at you. people say oh, oh, Clint, I want to be like you. Are you willing to pay the price to be where I am? So, let me All tell right. you something. If you ain't ready to pay the price and go through pain and experience failure, then guess what? You don't even need to try to do anything. except stay right where you are. <laughs> that's <laughs> All right, I, 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 I tell now. you, I, 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 I tell you, I I kid you not, you know what I mean. People look at me and say, "Oh, wow, well, you know, you you got a master, you on right." I got it, but it's how I had to get it. You know what I mean, <clears> dude. Throat> I, throat> listen, I, I remember my first year in college when I was failing, right? And I had that zero point three. I had two favorite classes. One was astronomy. I'll tell you why it was astronomy, because when the professor started turning out the lights, talking about stars, so my lights were gone too, man. That was nap 101. second <laughs> <My laughs> favorite
6: class <was> lunch. My second <laughs> favorite
5: class was lunch, brother. It was lunch. I couldn't wait to go to lunch and eat, man. those are my two favorite classes. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I never knew the importance of failure because, you know, what? when I realized that I was failing, I thought I wasn't nothing. I ain't going to be nothing. Mm. What am I going to be out here in this world today? Well, guess what? Failure. Every successful person that you know of, everybody from Steve Harvey, everybody from Martin Lawrence, everybody from uh, uh, Kevin Hart, guess what? every single one of them failed and they got a story. And you know, we all gotta understand that, let me tell you something, God is so great. God is so good. He ain't gonna put you through no more than what you can bear. But as long as you place him first, whatever hell and storm you are going through, he gonna put you through it. You may go through a hurricane, you may go through hell, (laughs) but guess what? There is a sunshine. You know what? Watch I mean? yourself,
1: please. Watch yourself park. over there. <laughs> you gonna tear that car up over there, man. Watch
6: yourself.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh no, no, it's in part. It's in, you know,
1: it's in, it's in, it's in part,
6: you know.
5: I'm about I'm about done for tonight and everything else. But you know what though, you know, my whole thing of it is to be a light out here in this world. You know what I mean? To touch as many stuff, lives, man. to touch as many lives as I can to let people yep. out here know that they are precious. Stuff,
1: and they man. need to know Good that. Stuff. Yeah, man. You ain't lying. You ain't lying. Good stuff, man. Proud of you, brother. I sure appreciate you and your feedback. Brother got his car in park by the run around that whole car. Shout out <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Pre- hey, congratulations on your master's degree, brother. Congratulations. Oh, on thank you. Your thank you.
5: Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I graduated, I graduated in 16. And... um uh, I, I tell you, man, I did my internship with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I was one of the only blacks in the front office, so you know I felt good. All
3: right, I mean Pittsburgh
5: Penguins. They ain't got that many black people over
3: there. It, right? No, not a good organization, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. But
5: you know what? I tell Pittsburgh you what. Theory. It takes persistence <laughs> and hunger to get anything you want in life.
1: Tell the people yeah. who don't know what the Pittsburgh penguins are. Tell them what, they're, tell well, them what
5: it is. I'm going to tell everybody that if, if, it, if it, uh, did anybody watch hockey raise your hand. Anybody understand hockey? Raise your hand. Y'all know hockey? Okay, mm-hmm. I don't see anybody raising their hand. Well, I see one person. <laughs> I see James. Yeah, I, I, I see. Is that Jerome? I see Jerome putting his thumbs up. Jerome and Mike. That he knows hockey. Um, the Pittsburgh Penguins is an NHL hockey team uh, here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And um, We got a couple of stars named Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, very popular. Check out, if you got cable, watch ESPN, you'll see them on there. Um, We won five Stanley Cups um, in the history of our organization. When I was there, we didn't win, but two days before my graduation, we won the Stanley Cup. And uh, it was a celebration here for me in Pittsburgh and a celebration at my graduation so um good stuff man good stuff so you know um if y'all don't follow if y'all don't know what don't understand hockey or know what it just just turn it on and look at it and say, hey you know this brother was talking about that he you know interned for him and everything else you know so it's a fun sport
1: <laughs> no doubt man appreciate you appreciate you brother thank you very much thank you very much good guy good guy Clint. yeah hockey, that's why i say yeah, yeah, that ain't the steal. Yeah. Antonio. Hey, go ahead, Phil.
6: I define
5: hockey as ballet with weapons on ice.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that. Wow. Ballet with weapons on ice and body slam. Yes. <laughs> That's good. That's fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let me show you how to make you feel bad for me now in one minute, okay? We gotta go.
0: Hello, Antonio, and thank you for joining us for the Bureau of Dominant Speaker. So let's tell, tell our audience a little bit about yourself.
1: You know, I've had a very rough life, but it's it's been awesome because what it's done is it's taught me how to allow my circumstances to put others on my shoulders. And pushed them forward, which you know, it reminds me of this story, the true story. In Pennsylvania, actually, a Pennsylvania penguin's mother was had her two sons. And her two sons, they, they, were, they were great. They loved to play, loved to do all sorts of stuff, but they didn't come home tonight. The police came, couldn't find them, and they went out there, they went out to some sand dunes, and found out that the police saw the young kid they're looking for the older brother. They release the sand from the young kid. He starts breathing. And this young kid says to the police officers, thank you for saving me. And they ask him, where's your older brother? And he says, I'm standing on his shoulders. See, the older brother gave his life so his younger brother can live. That's how I see me, someone willing to give my life. So anyone else can live. That's my story. Oh, See the difference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's better the whole move. <laughs> okay. So you get the point. I can go and take you here, or I could Damn. Okay. All right. Well, let's take us to meet the Lord there. I, I ain't nothing. I would be right. You understand? All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. So
6: we got that one minute story oh, go ahead. Who's that got the mic? Oh, go ahead, Cameron, go ahead. Uh, No, I was just moved, touched and inspired and I can definitely hear the difference in the two stories. Um, And just, I'll let you like maybe expand on how you built how you structured those stories, maybe in a little more detail.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. So the structure came earlier when I was saying, so let's let's go backwards. I'm teaching how to do a three minute story in one minute. The best way to do this is don't try to tell your story. You're going to have a format. If you want to take people up, you're going to start off with a story. Then you're going to pivot to yourself, and then you're going to go with a story. And then you're gonna go to yourself out of there right just, whoo, okay yeah yeah and when you saw me do that in the first story you know it just i started the story it's just kind of bad the way i grew up i'm telling the story it's just crazy and about this time apparently i'm homeless and i'm this and i'm that and the transition came in but i got out that trash can pivot to me and i, and I was looking at this little star in the sky you know what i'm saying and I'm thinking to myself, see, now it's all about me. I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to fly on planes. So, and then I'll show you what my pivot was. And I said, if I could just get on those planes, that's my pivot, then I will fly the world changing lives. And it reminds me of this story. Ah, I'm telling you what I'm doing. It reminds me of the story by Spencer Johnson, Peaks and Valleys. And I go through that whole thing. And just like that mountain top, that's what I'm gonna do about me again. Right about me, I'm gonna inspire the world on out of here. Boom. You get the point. All right. In reverse now, he's gonna do the exact opposite. If I told the story first, I'm gonna talk about me first. You know, I've had a terrible life, but it's okay. You know, I'm not trying to be a victim. Mm-hmm. What I decided to do was I decided to do some stuff. Now, what I did that story was so deep i eliminated mm-hmm. pivot two and story two and i stayed with the story mm-hmm. you get it because that story is powerful and it takes a little while to build and i'm still trying to be under one minute but by the time i was done you swerving down i was talking about me but i didn't either time i just turned it to me to make you think i actually answered your question. What I'm doing is pushing my agenda, and what was my agenda story two? Put people on your shoulders. What was my agenda story one? I take people to the mountain top. Is and there a way you. we, mm-hmm. uh,
6: Is there a way we can get that like in a written form, like a template or a format?
1: Sure, uh, copy and paste
6: it to him right now, and then
1: I'll make sure it's written up, and all of you would get the. You give a text message to you. Y'all, the Thank mes- you. You get a text message and email. We'll do all of it. We'll do all of it. You get it in the next. Perfect. All right. You Thank you. Tonight. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, Ain't a problem, brother. I appreciate that. Yeah. You, you, you get it tonight. So copy and paste that. And then we'll go from there. Good. All right. So let's get to some more money. Thank you, Cam. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Get to some more money. So now you see me controlling my agenda. here. Yes. Controlling my agenda. Making it all work. I <laughs> yeah, control of my make it all work. Now we got to get, now that I've gotten past that first minute, I'm home free. Why? Because the way I set the tone is the way the audience is going to receive me. Get it? Now what I have to do, the second most important thing I got to do is every question or every other question you get to choose you have to introduce one new fact that the audience didn't know. That's the hard part.
0: That's
1: where we—if you not any of this is hard, this is where it's hard now. I must, with every question, or every other question, and I even give you another "or," or every commercial break, I need to—I need to reveal. One new fact the audience should know. If there are no commercial breaks, I would say every five minutes. Actually, I would say every three minutes. I wouldn't go over five. I wouldn't go over five. Even if you're not talking, I wouldn't let three minutes go by without introducing a new fact. Why? Well, let, let, me, let me break down. Forget why for a second. Is everyone following what I'm saying? Let me make sure that's the case. Now that you follow what I'm saying, the reason why is because I need to show I don't vibrate at your frequency. Remember, the goal is to make money. And who on planet Earth is spending money with people who can't teach you nothing? Help me, somebody. (laughs) You know what? You are absolutely average, buddy. I literally couldn't stand a damn thing you said. Will you please take my credit card number and charge it for a $1,000 because <laughs> you were average, and I'm never going to read your product whatsoever. No, that is not what we're saying.
6: <laughs>
1: right? We're not saying that. We're saying, you know what? talking, you, you from Galveston, As in Texas? Why I keep you? At? Come here, son. Come here. Come here. Come here. What you, you selling? Because I want it. Come on now. You understand? <laughs> you get it? From gals, man. I ain't never even heard that. Yeah. Did anything good come from What's going on here? But you don't want to vibrate at their frequency. Remember, I'm coming to your show to dominate. Period. I'm not coming to be humble, I'm coming to dominate. Now I can dominate from a humble perspective, but I'm still gonna be dominant. You understand? Mm-hmm. Neil Tyson deGrassi isn't coming with my charisma. but he most certainly has his own charisma. And it's a humble charisma.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You get it? And you're not gonna listen to him and be like, wow, that's 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 a really dumb dude. No, you're not gonna do that at all. You're gonna be like, that guy's really how the hell did he make astronomy fun? I think I understand what he said, right? That's just the reason why he's famous, not because he's smart, because he makes complex things really simple. He does that very well, okay? He does that very well. Everybody follow me so far? Let's recap. And that's the next point. I actually gave you the next point. Recap. Every chance you get, recap. Every chance you get, recap. It does two things. <clears throat> it makes people say, "Oh, well, he's not just running off at the mouth. He had something to say. She had something to say, and she planned for this interview. She must do this all the time. You get it? Remember, I don't want to bother somebody who just got lucky." I'm not looking for no lottery winner to mentor me. I'm not even looking for somebody privileged to mentor me, unless I'm trying to use you for connections, and then you can mentor me all you want to. And you can you, can you introduce me to Trump, right? Can you introduce me to Obama? You privileged, you, you eat breakfast with them. Can I get in, <clears throat> right? Then I'm not really looking for you to mentor me. I'm looking to use you for your connections, right? You understand what I'm saying? That's the big difference. I want a mentor that was broke, broke, and he broke, 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 because you know some stuff, and I need all that. <laughs> I need all that. <laughs> I need all that stuff because you got some skills, and, and, and essentially, I'm, you know, you, you want someone who's too smart to be broke. Now, recap. You want to recap, but you don't want to make your recaps. Let me. I'm gonna. You don't want your recaps like mine. I have no polite way to say this. You don't want your recaps to be like my, I'm saying my, okay, Jerome? I'm saying my. My pastor in my 20s. He would recap for an hour, work his way up. I ain't y'all last. Uh, last Sunday, we talked about, and then he would literally recap his whole sermon. He would re-preach the whole sermon he preached for a whole hour, and then he would give himself, don't do not do that, okay? You don't have that much time, and I was here last Sunday. I got notes, okay? I got, you know what i saying? I was here last Sunday. It's all good. You know, your recap should – let me teach you how to recap. I wasn't going to, but let me teach you how to recap, okay? You're only thinking about your note-takers. The only, that's it. You're only thinking about your note-takers and the hidden agenda, and you're only thinking about the media people who are going to create the graphics and the notes for you. <clears throat> if you're on someone else's show, they probably have a media team that's going to create stuff on your on on the host behalf and you're making it easier for them that's all that's all there's no other reason now in your recap i uh, haven't taught you how to recap you're just going to hit your highlights but you're not going to try to recap everything you're going to recap. that's why you're going to keep recapping so you're going to say all right here's what we got we talked about your story in one minute and then we talk about that. Well, before that, we talked about not being your story in one minute, and then how to do your story, either up or down. We laid that out for you. And in the laying of that out for you, now the next thing we're going to do is teach you how to do this wherever I'm at right now, right? You get what I'm saying? That's it. That's it. It's just for show. But what it allows you to do, and everybody write this down, It allows your audience to stop being confused and walk with you through the rest of the interview or stop daydreaming and walk through you, walk with you through the rest of the interview. That's why you recap. If they've been with you the whole time, the recap isn't offensive. You understand? If they've been with you the whole time, the recap is not offensive. Everybody follow me? Because you're with me the whole time. So I, I I'm enjoying the recap. Thank you for reiterating. But somebody's How daydream. Come out and check your timeline. Right now. Right? I'm, I'm catching you back up. I'm getting you back. I'm getting you back. You understand? Know I'm, I'm, I'm getting you back. <laughs> Especially you with your cameras up. You didn't put the kids to sleep. Somebody put the kids to sleep. I'm getting you back. Come on back. Come come walk with me to where I want you to go because I have an agenda. Which leads me to the next thing to make this money. You need to be like Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech or repetition. Okay, you get the, it's repetition is the word, but that's, that's actually going to be another point that I want to bring up, but this repetition is the word you need to know. You need to use repetition. Your agenda needs to be repeated frequently. You know, and that is exactly why I think people should have a mountaintop spirit. Where's that coming from? My first story. And that is exactly why I think this world needs to have some humility and let people stand on their shoulders. You got it? You know, that's a good point. And they're going to say something. I mean, you know, you're right. You, you know what? You get it. You absolutely get it, Teresa. It, it is that important. We we should have a stand on your shoulders, and you. and you go from there. You're absolutely right, Barbara. We should absolutely be thinking mountaintops because we've been trained as poverty as holy. You get it? And every three minutes, introduce a new fact. Now I introduce a new fact. All right, so let's recap real quick, Maya. What we want to do is I want you to take the two things I just said before the new fact, and remember this new fact, and that's why we have a mountaintop personality. I mean, mountaintop mentality. This, I'm repeating. Why am I repeating? I'll tell you why I'm repeating. Because I want people to leave the episode going, you know what? I got a mountaintop personality. I want to repeat my agenda so much that they name the show after my agenda. Cause we don't know what the show is going to be named. We looking for you to say something good. <laughs> don't tell Barbara <mama> she's right. <laughs> she is right. And you know she's right. Do you get it? I'm I'm looking for my agenda to be repeated so it can become the one thing that you take home with you. So next time you see me, I'm going to mountaintop, man. Yeah, I'm going. Yeah, right. Hey, hey, you stand on my shoulders. Stand on my shoulders or let's make this money. That's, these are the three themes that I brought in this teaching. Mm-hmm. A hypothetical thing of mountaintops, hypothetical thing of uh, stand on your shoulders, and let's get this money out. This is how you do it. Okay? That that's actually the real thing for this one. You want to make money, right? All right, let's talk about money. You get it? ain't gonna let that boy brought the money. Okay. <laughs> All right, one more, then I open it up to a Lock and ask questions. I know he's burning up. When you put your agenda out there, when you get upon thine repetition, then the uh, and then when you introduce information that's not been seen before, what am I doing? That's a recap. So everybody saw walking with me? All right, I'm ready. Give me the next one, Claire. Give me the next one, right? Give me the next one. That's good. I see what you're doing, right? Okay. When you do all of these things, what you want to do next, which one? I had like six more of them around the time. What you want to do next is talk to your host audience, Postative audience. Remember. You want to make money, and if you're just talking to the host, the audience is not involved in the episode,
2: <laughs>
1: right, So that's true. That's true. I can't wait to ask the question. So you want to say things like, "That is a fantastic question," and when you talk to your host's audience, you actually make the host feel good too because you say things like, you know, you "No, know, my, your audience is." It's clearly a sharp audience. Now, what did I just do? Mm-hmm. First off, I just admitted that mine has an audience, she she's going. You got doggone right. I That's sure it. do. I ain't just out here podcasting nobody. That's I got an right. audience. You understand, know right? <laughs> I got an audience. I sure did. Y'all hear that, ladies and gentlemen? I'm big. Shoot, hit that five star button. You, you <laughs> get what I'm saying? Hit that five star button. That's and then you know you, you do that. Make sure your are Let me give, let me give you one bonus. Let me let me give you two bonuses. Two bonuses, okay? Talk to the audience. Then what you want to do is you want to give something away for free towards the end. Because they're going to ask you Are there any final words that you want to say, Jerome. You know what? I absolutely do. I want you to go to my website, such and such, and use the coupon code red" for Jerome Red, okay? <laughs> I want you to use that coupon code. where that came from. Use that coupon code. And it will, get you di- it will get you 100% free. If the price is overwritten, you put it in that. Why am I doing that? Because I want
5: money.
1: And if you got to put in your name, number, email, and you go ahead and get in there, guess what I'm going to do? Ring, ring, ring. Hey, Jerome. Hey, Maya. How's it going? Man, I'm so glad. No, I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. You looked at it? No, I'm so good. Can I give you something else? Yeah. Well, for $999, you can. You get it? You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. I want your name, number, and your email because I want to take their audience and put you in my system. All right. Let's open up the QA. I got another bonus in there, but I'll see if it come up. Any preguntas? Any questions? I'm sorry. I should let you do that. You're the host. Host, host us away.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have any questions? Raise your hand, put it in chat, or you can just kick, click the little blue button on the manage participant screen. A little hand, blue hand, will come up, and we will. <laughs> so, Texas asks, "Yes, why are you so loud?"
1: Because I be trying to give people doggone answers that they need. Because everybody, let me tell you all why. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why. It's two reasons. Well, it's a bunch of reasons why I act. The way I act. For one, ain't no sense of being born, right? And ain't nobody gonna sit up here and remember me if I'm all passive. It's the truth. No one remembers a passive person. You got a lot of people that are powerful while poised. I ain't the one. I'm not the one. You know, I, I watched an interview with Let's the the Day. Give me that water bottle. Uh-huh. Les Brown murdered everything moving. You know, it's just one of those things where, you know, what the, who, who does that? Who has that talent? I ain't got that talent. Neil Donald you No, know, I'm with you right now, but I'm just laying the whole audience. I can't do that, Maya. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can't do that. I ain't got that skill. Okay? I don't have that skill. Okay? I just don't have it. That's why. But uh, also, I play. I play to my. Y'all yeah, wasn't on the real. This is. I, was, I can't. I shouldn't be telling y'all this. I should be telling my kids. I'm so. <laughs> uh, I, I really should. This is. This is of my kids. I should be telling my kids. I'm so freaking smart that if I don't show flaws, people hate me. <laughs> might even catch that on the way home. Anyway, next next question. I should be telling my kids that. I should be telling y'all that. But go ahead, though.
0: All right. Does anyone else have any questions about how to? Oh, oh go ahead, no, Boss? No, I a question
1: so the chat.
0: All right. Oh, so, yeah. Mister Law asked. Oh, he made a comment. He said, when you become skinny, <laughs> when you become skinny, it's the only way people see you.
3: That's actually facts though, right?
1: We were... Uh, Grace was watching a video and he hit me. I'm going to say this as gentle as possible because he tries to say it as gentle as possible. Patrick Bet-Bagy is good. He's watching. Someone asked Hey, listen y'all if you're overweight and this has nothing to do with being okay, you will be perceived as having no discipline and if you are in a practice that discipline is important and you are overweight you need to fix that so if you're telling people how good god is how good life is how much you should be motivated and you're not disciplined then that's going to bite you in the butt i'm not saying this is patrick bett david valutainment Find a link so I don't get stoned to that. Please, please find the link. And just put it out there in the chat. It's one of those. No, no, don't even find a link. Just know, it's Pat, don't even find a link. Just, just know, But I don't want him to get stoned at him anymore. Just know that that will be the perception of you. I'm not saying. I'm just telling you that the reason I decided to drop my weight is because I decided to transcend into something my hood has never seen. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I couldn't hold the weight and hold millionaires. Mm -hmm. Can't do both, Maya. I gotta drop the weight or drop my dreams.
0: Yeah? all right ladies and gentlemen does anyone else have any questions the floor is now open
2: no questions more of a comment um
1: i think it's very powerful that you actually identify with that because
2: no one is going to follow someone
1: that is not healthy and the whole reason of my own self going into veganism is to build discipline. You have to have discipline for anything and everything that you do. You just can't go out and be
2: all willy-nilly all the time. You have to follow some type of structure and becoming a vegan or having a plan of being more healthier or getting to a point of where you want to be
1: in life, it gives you, you have to have discipline in order to do all that. So no doubt, no doubt. I completely uh, agree with that. And of course, you don't have to become vegan to do it. But, you know, me and Law, we like that. Tone. Don't worry about us. But anyway, that's that's a sensitive subject. And I, I don't mean to, to, to be offensive to anyone. And even I know when to change my tone. I, I got you, my. Even I know. But just, just, here's what I will say that makes me feel great comfort. And I'm going to draw it from Romans chapter 14, if you don't mind. Just because my brother has weight on him and eats all the sugar, mm. maybe he's doing that for the Lord. He does not in honor. right? Maybe. It's not my job to make him or her stumble. But if they feel convicted about that, it's not my job to let them keep the weight either. So if it violates your conscience, it If it doesn't, do you fair enough? All right, I wanna get beat up. Go ahead,
4: Mike. Love yourself, Antonio. This is all I'm saying. I'm saying it is okay to be a big boy, okay? A little, a little cushion for the pushing. This is what we say. Okay.
1: (laughs) But oh, what I it. wanted so.
4: to say was can you explain like more so as far as like everything is entertaining. I do get that, I do understand yep. that. But at yep. the same time, like when you're interviewing somebody and it's about a serious um thing, it's a little harder to kind of like make it more entertaining, I guess, for me. And so like especially with the people that I have, um, I have in well. I won't say no names. Mm-hmm. But um either way, like there's some people that you, you're trying to get them to right. kinda open up, but you don't really get get them to open up. So it's like more of a struggle. Especially yeah, when I it's like a, losers. Uh, I don't interview
1: losers if they helps you. That okay, reason.
4: so when you gonna interview me then? Cause I'm not a loser. Get it. Come on. <laughs>
1: Set, set her up for the Secrets of Success podcast. Since so she, so she's bold enough to ask, you set her up. Nah, since you, you going to ask, thou shall be granted thy request. All right. Come to the throne boldly. Hey. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely. But keep going okay. though, right? You try to open them up.
4: Yeah, I try to get them to like, okay all right, well, you felt that way and different things like that. But like, how are you going forth? Like, is there a, any positive light in this? Like, are you still stuck in that exact situation that you were in? You know, can I pull you out? Like, how do I help you out? And it's like, when you have somebody that's just so yeah. not willing, I guess. Yeah. So
1: there's two things going on here. and The second one is most important. Let's just deal with the first one first. It's quicker. The first one is to stop interviewing losers, y'all. Just because you, you, you want to you know what your podcast or radio show is going to be about. You want to know if you have the charisma, the gift, the gab to hold the show down by yourself. If you can't or if you don't know you can, and if you automatically went to having guests, then think about it. Can I hold this show down by myself? If you can, run that. If you can't, then pick guests properly, okay? Pick guests properly. And the way you can do that is just have a questionnaire and you can weed some people out or you can go to those questionnaires and ask them, what would you like me to talk about in this crap? I don't mean I will, but if you start getting boring, I default to talk about this boring crap that you wanna talk about because apparently you do going to get excited about it. So that's the easiest deal with there. The second thing that I think that you really ask, well, if you're not really asking it, it's coming, is this, your story, because I don't know if you're not catching it, but uh, she's getting people who wants to be serious. I'm just going to call them downers, but that's not fair to them. Serious. Nothing wrong with that. You got a serious show. Or at least you have a serious episode on that show. You want to make sure that your interviewee doesn't take your audience so deep that the audience can't travel with them. Notice, I said, you know, I got my lesson in the trash can, but I got out there tracking. I hit that and quit I didn't say, you know what? I got molested in the trash can by two grown men. How dare them? That? that is awful. You know what? It's even more so awful because I remember going through. No, see, right now, somebody who has been molested Mm -hmm. can't recover from what I just said. Right. Get what I'm saying? You never want to take people too deep to where they can't recover. So now that I know I just took someone, like I did it on purpose, though, but I want to show you how to get out of it. Now that I know I just took a few people backwards. All right, everybody, let's all come together on the same page and not stay in what hurts us. Let's just address it outright. So what mm-hmm. we're gonna do as a unit is we gonna move forward back to Maya's question. Everybody okay? Now we're gonna do it together, but we're gonna do it on the count of three. When I say three, you're not gonna think about it. You're just gonna launch yourself forward with no issue whatsoever. Okay, i want to say it again. Don't think about it. We're just all going to move forward on three regardless. Don't qualify it. Don't quantify it. Don't make excuses. Let's all of us, male or female, move forward. One, get ready. Two, three, you're moving with me. Thank you very much for the effort that you have taken to move with me. I am seriously honoring you by the hope and the, the prayers but also your strength to even move in the first place. So thank you very much for even entertaining me and moving with me. I love you. And we all been there. Do it. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to do that every episode, right? You get what I'm saying? But I do know that that is appropriate. Now, that's not the only way. But the point is, if I'm going to track you, at least I'm going to acknowledge that. So let's all get to this crap together. (laughs) You get what I'm saying? I never hit that stuff where I can't take you with me that seems, because you kind of brought it up earlier, too, that seems to be more of your problem, that you have a guest that your audience or the host is getting stuck in their boredom or their story, and you're like, come on, stop ruining my podcast. So what you do is if they aren't responsible for their energy, you become responsible for their energy. I learned that from Oprah. Mm -hmm. if they won't account for their energy you account for it you feel me okay i'll let you respond back because it was your question i'm trying to
6: help you as much as i can
4: no and it 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 makes a whole lot more sense it's like you know definitely qualifying them from here on out and then at the same time you know being able to kind of like flip it flip it you know to whereas you know i can make it more go more my way as opposed to mm-hmm. allowing them to take me with them so no is that basically what i got from what you
1: said no doubt no doubt okay. Man, Yeah, that's that's 100 that's 100 all of y'all should be in that place listen don't don't let someone force your brand into pay bull don't do that your brand should not be forced into April period point blank don't do that. It's not worth it, and you got me messed up. If you think I'm fit to let you ruin my legacy, it's not gonna happen. I ain't tripping, but mm-hmm. I ain't letting it happen. You get what I'm saying?
5: Yeah.
1: All right. All right. You got time for about one or two more, and I'll be respectful. There'll time. Anyone Thank else? You. Oh no, no, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. We love your prayer. Go ahead, Jerome.
2: Yeah, I, this 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 comment is actually for Maria. Um, <laughs> all right Keep going pretty anxious. <laughs> in relationship yeah. to in ver- relationship to her interview because what I was thinking was and it, and it coincides with what you were saying also Antonio in reference to you taking charge you taking control of, of that interview and not allowing that person to leave the, your audience where they're at and I thought about you were saying earlier Maya, about the woman being very negative and about you know and so forth and I thought to myself was you could use a previous interview or previous podcast to say to the audience, you know, as you're talking to your guests, hey, it's interesting that you mentioned that because in our previous podcast, when our previous interview that we had, um, we were talking about where God talks about, well, you you got people like that who are negative, that we should provoke them to love and good works, that we should encourage them and blah, 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 without telling that person what to do, but talk about something that we previously talked about that keeps your audience online with, with what you want to do. And then that person can choose whether they want to receive that or not. So that just ran through my head without you telling them what to do or telling them that they're wrong, you can reference something that was previously said that your audience can relate to. To And again, as, as, as Tony said earlier, uh, keeping your agenda, because that's your agenda and, you, and you're keeping that going, even with someone who's negative. So I just wanted to mention
4: that. Um,
1: that's morning, good stuff.
4: That's good stuff. Go ahead, Maya. You can respond. No, you are so right. It's it's and it's so funny because like, I interviewed her son, <laughs> and he was great because he's a director. He's a producer. He's in the industry and everything. He's one of my best friends, and but she. Not so much. So it's like, I didn't want to just kind of like have that, like, well, your son was a lot better (laughs) doing this than you were. But, you know, understandably so. I thank you so much, Jerome.
1: (laughs) I understand. Everybody ain't able,
4: let me tell you that.
0: One more.
1: Who's got the final question? Who is going to take us home with something that we don't have just yet. Don't have to, but I'll count down from five. Five, two, one. All right. That's the way I count, okay? That's the way I count. That's the way I count. Ladies and gentlemen, I've tried to do a whole encapsulating Thing for you to make money during interviews. Here is what I will tell you that I did not mention that should be mentioned. You dare not go there without a product. Okay? <laughs> Five to two. <laughs> you dare not go to a radio interview without a product, even if you don't have one. You better sell a monthly coaching call on freecomforts.com or something. You understand? But you cannot make money without a product. You just can't do it. So all of you do yourself a favor and work with the company, work with Phyllis Susan, get yourself a product. Okay? Please. Please. Please get yourself a product, Diana. I will let you dismiss us. So if anybody wants the replay to this before it's oh, it's up. You you upload it tonight immediately? Oh, don't worry about it. It's up. But if you still want the replay, whatever link before that, just text Diana or Grace. They'll email you the the or text message the replay link. Don't forget that Cameron hooked everybody up and got the little write up thing on how to tell that story. And Cameron, because you're so freaking awesome as he saw, what I will also do is teach that as well and put it in the homework section. That way you will be hooked up and be able to look at it all the time. I will teach. Three minute story and one minute story because they are very relevant and you absolutely need them. For, yeah, you need the one minute story for radios. Mm-hmm. And okay, she says she wants it. Your story training was fine. I yeah, you know what? Yeah, thank you very much. I actually enjoyed that part of my career with the great Les Brown. You, oh, you got this real, real quick. Share your screen real quick. Is that mine? Did I teach that? Oh, I, I did. Yeah, this is what you
0: thought tonight.
1: Oh, so I talked tonight. will share it anyway just to be cool and then give it to them. He text message it to them. Text message it to them. She's sharing her screen real quick so she can show y'all. Cameron, I got you, brother. I would teach that just for you. And then if I remember, I'll even give you a shout out, brother. How to structure your three-minute story. Start off with a story. Take your story and pivot. I, mean, I can't read out loud, but you see it's right there. So all of that is going to be there. So you have that, but I will break that down. So consider this a cheat sheet, but I will break all of that down in a video. I would, I would literally break it down in great detail per step. You, you won't have no problems. I promise you when I'm done, you'll be, uh, I'll do the same thing I did um, in the Les Brown camp. If somebody has said Michael. Oh, go ahead, Cameron. Go ahead, brother. Is you you in No, song? I
6: just, I just wanted to say, I appreciate the, the, uh, the time and getting me on there and getting me this information yes, sir. Uh, and giving me that opportunity there to, to build, begin to build, you know, my speeches and yes, sir. opportunities.
1: Yes, sir. I sure appreciate you, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, Phil and Susan, if they're available, they're very busy, but if they're available, I inadvertently gave an order that I did not make
5: clear,
1: and it canceled Have Fun, Make Money for yesterday, but it wasn't supposed to be canceled. So if they have time, if, this is an if because they're busy, we will make up a special training that they can have, and you'll be able to attend. At the very least, if you're not available to attend, worry not, because it'll go in their section, you know, so they can keep that coming. But they'll let us know and then we'll put out to you post haste. But I do want to rectify that mistake that my communication made yesterday. So, you know, if you, if you, my apologies should be as loud as my secret mistake. right? So we're going to do that right there. Diana, this is just any final announcements.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, keep an eye on your inboxes, your, your, email inboxes for your date that you will be doing your keynote on Tuesdays and also for your three for the directions and the instructions on how to structure your three minute keynote it is posted in the Bureau of Dominant Speakers group so ladies and gentlemen if you have any additional questions please feel free to email us you can text grace or myself to get your three minute structure your three minute story structured text directly to you And if you would like this class, as Antonio said, sent to you as well, the recap, text us and we'll get that link to you as well. Other than that, everyone have an amazing evening. We're looking forward to seeing you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time with Mr. Bastien East for You've Got Five Minutes. Everyone have an amazing evening and good night. Love you more, you more, Phil.
1: Love you more, Phil. Love you, everybody. Thank you very much for being here. We do appreciate you.
0: Love
3: y'all. Thank you. Love y'all. Hey, everybody. You may not know it, but you probably not subscribed to my videos. I appreciate you for even making me a community. Team ATS, we are here. There are three things that I am accomplishing and changing the world, or at least aiding to change the world. Here's thing number one. Every single time that you watch one of these videos and every single time you subscribe, you help boost this community and help me give out a a whole lot more information for free. Another thing that you're doing, and this is probably most important, you help me pay for salaries, okay? Team ATS, the minimum wage for Team ATS to people who work here is $22 an hour. That's pretty cool, right? every time that you subscribe, buy something from me, or now I'm going to ask you to go to my Patreon page and give a donation. That could be $1 a month, $3 a month, $5 a month, or if you like me, $25,000 a month. I appreciate you who's going to do that. One hundred percent. Of every donation that comes through goes to salaries or video production which is the second thing you know look, this is 4k content right all this stuff costs money so instead of me taking money from people what I'm doing is I am literally creating salaries and using this money for production and more salaries I don't use the money for me I am literally helping people bringing people out of poverty. I specialize, I am so excited about group economics that I typically hire people with felonies or need a second chance or someone, the daughter is 15 years old, they need insulin. I love those kind of people because they're hungry and they need an opportunity. So please go to Patreon, okay? Go over there, go over there right now over, I'm not sure where my editing team is going to put it. It could be over here, could be, click one of these things, you know what I'm saying? Go over there and do a donation now that's if you can if you can't don't worry about it just set me to see first put on the notifications click that alert bell if you're on youtube however you find me and you'll be helping that way but if you have a dollar to spare five dollars to spare ten dollars to spare i promise you you'll be aiding people in salaries let's stay together now if you're on the same vibration with me if you're trying to raise the higher consciousness of this world if you believe if you be faithful to the few you'll become rulers over many. If you vibrate at that frequency, let's be faithful. Let's, you know, give a dollar or two. Let's help somebody else so the universe can help us. I really appreciate you. Team ATS is in the building to stay. A third thing that I'm doing, because I promise you three, is I've actually started my own Oprah Winfrey network, but ATS network. So expect to see a whole lot more content expect me to start paying content providers and content creators expect me to give people a platform where they can get paid for their videos i really appreciate you i'm so grateful for you let's make this community one of the most popular and one of the most paid communities so we can pay others i give you my word 100 percent of the money that's drawn from these videos goes to creating salaries or upgrading equipment. Antonio T. Smith, Jr., you can plant better, you can dominate. I'm not sure if you already know this, but you're already absolutely perfect, you're already absolutely great, and you're already living in massive abundance. The most important things that you have, it's not what you have, it's not what you do, it's what you know. How do we take what you know and apply it to objective money-making secrets and then allow you to leave the middle class? How do we take you from where you are and let you escape to where you want to go? So how do we make all this money or take all this knowledge from the Warren Buffers, from Elon Musk, how do we take everything that everyone before you has done and how do we take all of that and then put it in your head so you can leave a legacy for your family. My name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. 32 years ago, I lived in a trash can. That's right, from six to 14, I had no running water, no electricity, no anything, and somehow I'm in the top 1% today. Not because I had the right background, not because I had a silver spoon in my mouth, simply because Being homeless made me learn how to make money. I retired when I was 29 years old. I'm more than likely younger than you. I'm one of the top 1% income earners in one of the richest countries in the world. What I learned how to do when I was six years old was learn how to generate enough money to eat some cookies so I wouldn't die to death from starvation. From there, I learned how to go from cookies to a meal. From a meal to clothes, Go ahead, dominate your reality. I can't wait to send you my book. I can't wait to meet you. I can't wait to have you as someone that's been on the journey with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can plant better. You can dominate.